0: Welcome to Navigating Widowhood, when happily ever after turns into now what. I'm your host, Julie Martella. Whether you're just starting on this journey or you've been here for a while, I'm here to provide you with support, guidance, and a little dose of humor. So, are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, fellow navigators, and welcome back. This is episode 12, Finding Your Big Why. And I want to start immediately with a question, and the question is, what is your big why? Or, how do you even find your big why? (laughs) Your big why, I want to challenge you that your big why is in your head. It's there. You just may not be aware of it. And it may not be serving you. I'm just going to tell you that up front. Have you ever had the experience? This is how you're going to find your big why or one of your big whys. Have you ever had the experience in which you told yourself, why am I doing this? (laughs) Right? And then this little voice in in your head said, well, because dot, 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 Those dots are your secret whys. It's your big why for why you are doing the thing. The problem is, is that leaving it a secret leaves it running rampant in your head where it may not be serving you at all. But when you become intentional and aware and when you actually sit down and figure out what the big why is, then you unleash the power of your mindset and your mind management, which is which is what it's all about, my friends. When we learn to be in control of our minds and our thoughts, then we are unstoppable <laughs> and we are unshakable. So Finding your why can become the underlying reason for everything that you do and the driving force behind finding purpose and meaning in your life. It becomes the driver of your actions. And using and actually using that um, analogy, this is this is the comparison. Have you been in a car? With an unfocused driver, with the music too loud, eating a hamburger and french fries, swerving, the windows are open, it's too hot, they're paying attention to everything, they're over the speed limit and they're going crazy and you are terrified. Okay? That is the unintentional model of the, with no why driving your car. However... Imagine being in a car where you have a chauffeur and they've opened the door for you and they've carefully planned the trip and they know exactly where they're going and they're focused and calm and and the air conditioner is correct and everything is fine. That is the power of the intentional why. Right, it's the difference between living in a situation in your brain that's either uh, bumper cars at the county fair or the well-planned chauffeur taking you on a trip. So, which one, which one sounds better to you? I mean, I think I know which one sounds better for you, me, but you may have a different answer. So, when you have this the chauffeur, and you have the well-planned trip, and you have your big why, what happens is that why then does the following things. It provides you with a sense of purpose. It helps you with your decision making. Okay? When you have decisions to make, when you know what your big why is, those decisions become easier to make because they align. When you need to know why am I doing this? Knowing your big why gives you the purpose. It provides clarity. Oh, of course I'm supposed to be doing this, right? You have the aha or the light bulb moments because you know why you're doing it. It also increases resilience. And if you remember, we talked about resilience is like a muscle. And knowing your big why and and tapping into that and using it is the equivalent of flexing that muscle over and over and over again. And every time you flex the muscle, you build resilience. And lastly, knowing your big why can provide you with um, personal development. It develops who you are as a person. So... Do you want to go find your big why? (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Here's some questions to help you get started thinking. What is your why? Why are you here on this planet at this time? Why do you have a pulse? Why are you living this life? And especially for us Why do you get to be here and have the privilege of being alive when your person did not? Now, those are some heavy questions. And those may not be some questions that you have wanted to consider. But I'm challenging you that there is a reason that you are here. There is a special, unique gift and purpose that you have on this planet at this time as a beautiful soul wrapped in a human body. So what is your big why and how do you find it? Number one, I want you to reflect on your values to start finding your big why. What is it that you care most about in life? what values do you want to embody? Okay, for me, family. Family was a big value. So that, it was kind of easy there. Number two, consider your passions. What brings you joy and fulfillment? What activities or hobbies make you feel the most alive? And Are there any activities or hobbies or things that you do that make you lose track of time? It's called being in flow, where you just, you literally like, what, whoa, what just happened here? Three hours passed. Those are good little clues. Okay. Number three, think about your strengths. What are you good at? What unique talents or skills? Do you bring to the world? Did you ever consider that? You have talents and skills that the world desperately needs. Even if that talent or skill is encouraging someone, or I'm really good at crunching numbers, or I make people laugh, or help people get organized or I make a mean risotto, you have a gift that the world needs. Number four, I want you to explore your life experiences. What have been some defining moments in your life and how have those experiences shaped who you are today? Your life experiences, you have the ability to, when you have lived through a difficult event, like, huh, losing your person, right? Now, I'm not talking about doing it right away, but what I'm saying is there is a period of healing and then after you heal, there's a scar. And when you are living in the scar and not the wound, then you are in a special position that you can hold your hand out for the next person and help them when they are wounded. No matter what that is, maybe it's the loss of your person, maybe it's something else, which is why you want to inventory those life experiences to find out, is there something there that's now become a new purpose or my why? And number five, if you're kind of stuck, Ask for feedback. Talk to your friends, talk to your family or therapist or a grief counselor about what they see as your strengths and passions. Remember the phrase, and I I don't quite remember it, but it's either you can't see the forest for the trees or you can't see the trees for the forest. But either way, sometimes you can't see your strengths and your passions because you're right in the middle of your life. And you need someone standing on the outside who can look in and go, hey, you know, you're really good at that. You're really good at helping kindergartners count to 100. Or you're really patient with old people. There's something there. Other people can help us see things about ourselves that we might overlook. So as you're going through this list, I hope that you're getting a sense of, huh, maybe this is my big why. And remember, remember what we talked about at the beginning. If you're getting a sense of that dot, 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 like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? What am I doing? Because that's your big why. So I want to give you an example, maybe two, really quick. I'm going to give you a farm example first. When my husband died and I ran the farm for three seasons, um, sometimes with help, sometimes without help. Um, and But what I knew was that home and family were very important to me. And I knew that my daughters had already lost too much, right? When they lost their father and I did not want to compound their loss no matter what. So I, that was my why. Did you, my why was I wanted my children to have stability and a home. So in my particular situation, my home is on the farm and my farm. So we had a couple of ranches. One of the ranches had open ground, which means that the crops are rotated like corn and wheat, cotton, alfalfa, stuff like that. And, and someone, and those are intensive crops and they're labor crops. And so someone has to come in and disc and plant and do all these things. I couldn't take care of those. So I couldn't keep those ranches. But the home ranch, my husband had put in a walnut orchard. So a walnut orchard is a, tr- is a tree and it's called a permanent crop. It's like a vines and trees. We don't take those out. We leave them in the ground for for years. And my husband had set up this orchard with a beautiful watering system. It was just beautiful. It was turnkey if it was a house. It was new built and ready to go. So I decided early on, I knew if I don't take care of the orchards, the orchard and the house are tied together, right? So if I don't take care of the orchard, then I lose the orchard. And if I lose the orchard, then I lose the house. And if I lose the house, we have to leave and we have to move. And I can't do that to my daughters. So making sure that we had a home literally became my big why. Well, one of the things you have to do if you're gonna be a farmer is you're gonna have to drive a tractor. I was terrified of that. I wasn't the tractor driver right? I was the the wife. Well, I have to drive the tractor. I have to learn how to use the mower because weeds grow. And every day, if y'all have weeds, you know, every day you don't take care of your weeds, they get worse. So my neighbor taught me how to mow the orchard with the 10 foot mower. We attach it to the tractor. And in the mornings, because you want to do it early in the morning, I get up at dawn at first light, get ready get out on the tractor and start mowing my weeds. Because that was a task that needed to happen so that the orchard would thrive, so that I would have a crop, so that I could keep my home, so that my children had a place to live. Do you see how the why became the driver of my actions? And in that process, I became, well, I don't know if I became or if I always was. you have to ask my mother heaven help us. I became a very tenacious, I had a very tenacious, stubborn heart. So I didn't give up because the, be, because I had my big why, right? Because I knew if I give up, then the weeds don't get watered or the weeds don't get mowed. The orchard doesn't get watered. The chemicals don't get applied. If I don't do what's required of me, if I don't step up to the plate I lose everything. And so in addition to the why being the driver of my actions, the why also became the builder of 2.0 Julie. And it became how I created resilience and the tenacity of 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 spirit. And it became, I tapped into the stubbornness, which were qualities that probably would have gotten me in trouble a lot and frankly, they still do, but they were also the qualities that saved us and allowed us to continue this life. Now, you may not have a situation that black and white. You may have a situation that you want to go up to visit your grandchildren, but you're terrified of flying on planes, but your, your maybe your daughter just had a new baby. So, Then your why becomes, I want to see my grandchildren, but I'm going to have to get on a plane. So you allow your why to be bigger than your fear. If your fear is flying on the plane, you allow the why of, I want to see those grandchildren to be bigger than your fear. And then when you are walking in your fear, you hold on to that why. There were many times on the farm, I was terrified. I thought I was going to blow something up like almost on a daily basis. I was like, what am I going to kill? Am I going to kill all the trees? Am I going to blow something up? But but I held on to the why to get me through my fear. And what I'm encouraging you today is that finding your big why will allow you to navigate through all of the scary things of being a widowed person. It will allow you to make the hard decisions. It will be a driver of your choices and it will help you get through this process and to the future version of you that is waiting. Now, am I an active farmer today? No. I blew out a knee. My farming cost me a knee and a shoulder. So I cannot do the physical labor of farming. However, the qualities and the characteristics that I developed in overcoming these obstacles have served me well in every other aspect of my life. And you, my friend, can do the same. All right. You have a good week. You work on finding that why. And I'll be back. Thank you for tuning in to Navigating Widowhood. I hope this podcast has provided you with valuable insights and support as you navigate the challenges of Life 2.0. Please note that the information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not replace the medical advice from a qualified professional. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review on your favorite platform because it helps others find us. And as always, thanks for listening.